Wow. How, My friend how Dom Toretto loves pork and beans. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That barely fits, but I, I appreciate you working Dom Toretto into things. And I think yeah, he well does, that, too. You, have, you didn't know that? The through line in the Weezer discography, that there's like a narrative about Dom Toretto from The Fast and the Furious? It's like a huge <laughs> thing. It's like a whole thing he does every album. There's always a little nod to where Dom Toretto currently is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of other like late latter play, Weezer songs. When you play the Green album uh, with the Wizard of Oz, uh, <laughs> Dom, Dom Toretto, you can see him in the tree. He looks like he's hanging out in the, in the trees in the Munchkin tree. You see Dom Toretto, he he hung himself in the background. Oh, yeah, you see his God. his his shadow. I did what I could. The outline of Vin Diesel just, yeah. just there in the background. It's haunting. Yeah. It's haunting, man. Yeah. it's uh, You don't even want to see him in Three Men and a Baby. That's disturbing. Oh, my God. Now, when, when, when Vin shows up, I mean, Dom, <laughs> what is this bit again? I think this bit is now uh, Dom Toretto is showing up in things, and yeah. act, the things that he shows up in are famous yeah. uh, uh, urban yeah. legends about like, films. Uh, he's, All right, good he's, bit. he's in the stars in The Lion King. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> his, on the his cover. His dick is on the DVD cover <laughs> yeah. of uh, um, the Little yeah. Mermaid. Yeah, you didn't know that. It's it's not even one of the buildings. It's like on the priest's shoulder. It's like we just nobody seen it. <laughs> just flopped over like a fucking. Yeah. He's thrown it over his shoulder like a continental soldier. Oh, now I know y'all getting married. And family's important. <laughs> Welcome to beef, mm-hmm. Gary. Yeah. Welcome to the well, welcome to the the combat pit. Oh, where do they fight in uh, in Mortal Kombat? I guess Outworld. Welcome to Outworld. Outworld. Yeah. No, you want to know uh, where they fight? They fight in a in just any uh, some place. The they fight yeah. in a yeah. now in this movie. <laughs> uh, they fight yeah. in in what looks like levels. Looks right. like you I'm would like select the- <laughs> it as a stage. I mean, I that's- think they are. Mm-hmm. I think they are. Oh, are Wait, those so stages? On. Let me, let me, let me, let me, I, we'll lead into this. So we saw Mortal Kombat. This is a movie that we saw. So in typical fashion, I know a little bit about Mortal Kombat. Dom knows nothing at all about Mortal Kombat. So we have mm-hmm. a guest that knows a lot about Mortal Kombat. So I just yeah. wanted to get, 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 entry. Say hello to yourself. <laughs> get, uh, why don't you? <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Gary. Uh, I was here for Bill and Ted last time, and now we're here for another thing that was uh, very important to me as a child, um, coincidentally. Um, like, so, likewise. Gar- yeah. Gary's, of course, talking about the physical act of combat, of fighting. <laughs> right. It's not so much the Mortal Kombat video game or the yeah. films. It's Gary has a bloodlust that is insatiable since he was a child. <laughs> Yeah, well, combat uh, is a different thing. Combat is combat. In order to do combat, you need to be wearing a. a, a apparently, according to the Nether Realms games, you need to be wearing a back brace at all times. Your posture mm-hmm. needs to be perfect, mm-hmm. and like when you walk forward, your shoulders right. need to stay in the exact same. <laughs> if your spot. hips, if your hips go up or down at all, you're fucking out. You sit. Oh, it's crazy. Oh uh, man, there's not a, flawless. The, um. Yeah. So we 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 watched Mortal Kombat. It ha- it came on. Uh, geniusly slinking onto televisions everywhere and has been a wildfire hit for WB. Is that true? Um, yeah, this is doing very, very well. I mean, the green light, the sequel. Oh man. Um, so uh, they're already talking about who they want, who, who people want to see as Johnny Cage. There was a part. Uh, I I can't, I can't believe it worked. There was at some point. (laughs) It's like 
it was maybe 40 minutes before the end of the movie, 35 minutes. And I was watching it with Ryan and he looks at me, he goes, they're not going to have the fucking tournament, are they? <laughs> he goes, he goes, the this, realization, this yeah. movie is about the, their right to train <laughs> for the tournament. <laughs> We're never going to see it. <laughs> and I was like, you're well, right, man. <laughs> I, I, mm. I was kind of having a conversation with my brother and about, about this, where he thinks that this movie is a lot more, a lot more true to the games than the, the Hollywood adaptation from the, the mid-90s um, because they say things like fatality or like Kano wins. And I think mm. that that is just the most pea-brained like, take on this you possibly can have. <laughs> You're really just fucking <laughs> blasting your brother because, off. <laughs> no, I mean, because it's... I mean, and look, I, I, th- I think, weirdly enough, the first movie managed to capture like the vibe and aesthetic mm-hmm. of those games a little bit more than this. And I don't know how that's possible. Uh, I really don't. I, I mean, I I think uh, you have, you know, at the time, a fresh director like Paul W.S. Anderson. I almost said uh, P.T. Anderson, um, yeah. who is, who is <laughs> not Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, PTSDWS Anderson. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you have a fresh director, Part, which like of him. course stands for part-time oh. Anderson. He's, yeah. he's he's not always on as Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think he just. I think he. I think he wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to piss off fans and and pres- potentially ruin any future films of his. Uh, which he would later do uh, with, with he, <laughs> right. he's stuck directing Resident Evil for the rest of his life. No, um, that's great. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I think it's cute at this point that him and his wife make movies together. Um, yeah, but that is, which is, 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 his, is he married to Mila Chokovich? He he is he, <laughs> he is indeed because uh, she's they, a badass. That's why I call her that. Mila, if you want to <laughs> use that, totally free. Uh, but I think I think he came at it from the perspective of if I'm if I'm right he didn't he didn't want to make an adaptation of the game necessarily he wanted to make an adaptation of the story of the game which seems kind of like all right now well, you're cutting I mean, hairs yes. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel like that's the same exact yeah. if you're looking at a game right and you're like okay mm. now how do I adapt this game what mm. is wrong with your mind you can't that's he was that's sitting like, in those it, meetings being like now here's my pitch I I, I can't <laughs> you know the game. It's on a cartridge. I can't put yeah. that in a, onto a movie. That's not. It's different media. But what I can do, no, 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 Paul, is take Paul elements, the story, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, aesthetic design elements, and also the story of right. the game. I can put that in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Uh, the Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Never, and I won't do it for a dollar more than five grand. <laughs> what I was going for is like it's like going to Rome and like seeing all the beautiful works of art and going like, now how can I adapt this taste? Now, how do I get mm. all this? How do I get all this flavor mm. back home? It's like the way looking at a smells. painting. Yeah. Anyway, mm. go ahead, Gary. Please. Y- yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think he just took the core ingredients and let everybody else do their job. You know what I mean? He's like, I'll let production sure. design do their job. I'll let casting do their job, and I'll just kind of focus on letting this story unfold. Whereas with this new one. They, like it's right. just like what does everybody want to see and it's like let me stuff a, a million tax, characters a tax write off to avoid bankruptcy because you owe a lot of money to the australian uh <sighs> mafia apparently i so, i mean yeah. so how did this how did this end how did this end up in australia 
That's what I, that's what I want to know. Like, how did this, because there's so much Australian talent involved in the production. The director had never done a movie before, um, was like a, I think a music video director in Australia. Mm -hmm. Two of the leads are Australian television actors that we've never seen before in, in an American film. Sure. And actually that's going to lead me into the movie. This reminds me of most, um, the Power Rangers movie, surprisingly the first one, uh, because that was also shot in Australia with a lot of Australian talent. Um, that's right and uh, obviously the television cast as well uh but like this almost follows beat for beat that movie's like outline which is just like uh we have no powers we have to get powers now we have powers and we have to fight the bad guys so gary so gary you like you like and have a connection with the first mortal Kombat. uh, you know the nine I love the first Mortal Kombat, and I understand, and I, I will go on record by saying it is an incredibly the movie. yeah the, yeah. I mean, I like I, as as a kid whose mom worked for Acclaim, uh, I had a lot of Mortal Kombat stuff in my life. So like, what? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't front load that. <laughs> okay, I was the, waiting to okay. drop it. I was waiting to drop right. it as a surprise. Um, but yeah, my mom worked for Acclaim, so we had the first one on Genesis, and of course, my older sister found out the blood code pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was pretty, I didn't, but I didn't see the movie till maybe like a couple years after it came out just because I was six when it came out. So like, mm-hmm. um, but I, I knew Mortal Kombat and I knew it from the arcades and everything, but like it was a part of my life growing up. And the movie was like, when I did eventually see it on video, it was just like a Friday night staple. Um, and as I've gotten older, I've appreciated the craft of it a lot. Um, I think the storytelling of the first one is just like. Super tight, all things considered. Um, uh, the opening three segments with Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya just happen. And like, like mm-hmm. bang, 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 you're set. Get on the boat. We're going to the tournament. Like, that's all you needed. Um, sure. And, I mean, and it, it, it benefits I, a lot from being a 90s. Like, I, I mean, that kind of movie could thrive in in that uh, climate a little bit better. Like mid-90s. Sure. When you didn't have um, like, to you know, like front load everything with lore and lore and lore and lore, like it, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's something I, I do want to get, I do want to get to with this one. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I suppose the thing that's that's I find very odd is, is the um, so Mortal Kombat itself is like just kind of an echo of cheesy uh, Asian movie tropes from the mm-hmm. the 80s and early 90s like just just in design i mean it's the port it's the point of it right mm-hmm. like mortal Co- like at the the guy there isn't a ninja and uh there's another ninja and they're the same guy and so to do that adapted to a movie makes perfect sense right because you're like just doing a past you're doing a pastiche of a best or an adaptation of a pastiche of something that's already familiar territory so it feels very strange in this in this modern one the way that it it kind of like manages to, I guess the cognitive dissonance that arises from, or or like the multiplicity arises of going back and forth, right? Like you mm-hmm. like you translated something to Japanese and back to English and Japanese and back to English again, and it's just absolute nonsense. Like th- it feels very strange to not take cues from like classic Asian uh, cinema when doing mm-hmm. this new one. Yeah, um, and I think that that's something that the first one does very well. Like uh, weirdly yeah. enough. Like it's got, it's got a bit like, like, you know, it's very practical. It's, it's a little bit, um, I mean, this isn't really Asian, but, uh, big trouble, little China, uh, ask, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I believe uh, I'm off, I'm off on one. Please, please take the, take the ball. Sure. I believe, uh, Raiden, uh, in the game was based off of the, uh, th- uh thunder from, um, from big trouble, little China. If I, if I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. I might, yeah, be yeah. Mis- I might be misquoting Ed Boon here, uh, the creator of Mortal Kombat along with John mm-hmm. Tobias. 
Um, but like, uh, new, new yeah, Cybot. New. <laughs> Folks, dude, you ever dude, think about the, that? I I almost turned off the movie when the coach in this says like, "Oh, I heard you beat Eddie Tobias." I was like, "All right." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> we yep. get it. We get it. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of points where I almost turned it off, to be honest, but uh, I, I sure. stuck through it. Um, I, I mean, like, I'm, I, yeah. I, if I haven't hinted at it well enough, I, I did not particularly enjoy this movie. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously what you were saying was that, like, it's taken a lot of influence from, you know, Kung Fu cinema, basically, like from from the 70s and also just like a lot of Asian mythology. Um, uh, and and I, I, I feel like it's so weird that, the, the, yeah, the 95 movie captures that a lot more as where as the new one kind of feels like it, it feels just like made up video game mythology in the new one. You know what I mean? Like right. it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's paying tribute to Asian cinema at all. Right. It's crazier. It's crazy to me to work like you you have. So here's the thing. I understand needing to do world building and not wanting to like to do to do a reasonable amount, but not to like blow out your your first movie with it. And you easily can with Mortal Kombat. Like they have enough enough going on lore wise to like really confuse people. So you get things like um, like Cabal working with with Chang Sun, right, which wouldn't wouldn't happen in the in the in the Mortal Kombat canon. So I, I played the ninth game. And they have, mm-hmm. like, and it, it's funny for them to have just very recently gone back to all these characters and tropes and, like, old events that happened in early in, in the, the Mortal Kombat canon. Re-went over them with a fine-tooth comb to do, like, some very interesting twists and, and, and thoughtful, like, character stuff. And then for the movie to completely not adapt any of that. Like, it feels very... So, for, like, a, a perfect example of that would, is, like, the, the Dragon Crest thing and, like, needing to unlock your... Mm-hmm. What is it? Arcana? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, which some, is something, I, you know, some some fantasy magical doohickey. You're special. Uh, and Jax's Jax's one move. is that he has metal arms. How how is that possible? How is <laughs> that's 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 exactly what I said when that happened. And like, I it mean, feels listen. like one of those things that you're making up in your head as a kid, like playing with your action figures and going, oh, and his one is metal arm powers. It's like, no, that's that guy just came with metal arms. Very that's not like a Power super Rangers. special thing that he has. It's very Power Rangers. Like it just it did his feel- arms that just started happening in the what do you movie. Mean? Yeah, in the movie, I missed. I was I looked up and there's a one point he's got like the skinnier metal arms, and I went, right. "Oh, did they put those on him?" They did. But yes. they put they, they put skinny metal arms on him, and his power was that they become strong, big, real metal <laughs> arms. Uh huh. Which is just an insane thing because the, your power is the is like an unlocked ability within you, and right. his was that he gets better prosthetic arms. I don't, I don't. Yeah. What would I, that have looked like if he had real arms? I, <laughs> yeah, did he like get a, more arms? Would they rip them off? Now these are I the mean, questions that they should have been de- diving into. This is bullshit. I'm really just at yeah. a loss for a lot of this, honestly. Like I, I don't. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, but like this movie had so much goodwill out the gate because they were just like, we've got the gore. We've got the gore. Remember the 95 one didn't have the gore. We've got it. And like it completely squanders that. And then even that. Yeah, it does it like one time. I remember being like, ooh, it's like when someone gets like, I think it's when the fury gets cut in half whoever the hell that is the kung, the kung lao fatality i love what she's yeah she's got, yeah <laughs> she's like walks yeah. up with like a bunch of fucking like berry juice all over her mouth 
that's like, that's another, that's another thing. The berries are gone. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing that didn't work for me because, like, I think in the context of the game, you at least have a vague hint of who these characters are before you start playing. They give you a little profile in the newer ones to be like, this is Liu Kang's mission, and like, this is uh, Melina's mission, and like, in this, they're just like disposable henchmen. So, like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion were that in the 1995 movie, but, like, this is overkill. Like, to where it's just, like, I don't feel overkill. anything when these characters are torn apart. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, it just happens. Like, they, they're action figures that just right. get, like, broken, basically. It, it, yeah. It has a I, thing going be, on well, in, I, in the first act of the movie and in the introduction of all the elements. There is, as we say all the time, nothing... Especially in the realm of like fantasy story setup action movie first act, nothing has to feel weird. Like people are pretty down to buy in. You're there because it's Mortal Kombat. You're not there because you thought you were watching The Father. Like it's I didn't. You don't mix up which thing you hit play on. So like when they're when if they took a little seriously or they they laid out the rules of this, you have everyone's got this birthmark and it's shaped like a dragon and it's not a birthmark. You were picked and you know whatever. There's a way that that whole beginning could have not felt so just things happening one after another. And a lot of that has to do with, like, the weird decision of that everyone else except for our main guy knows that this is a thing. And then that was like, right. that's fine and all, but it's, I don't know, that's not even inherently, that's not wrong. That's like every, a lot of things do that. But there was something about his introduction into it. It was maybe you could just point straight to the fact that it was like the guy comes up to him in the gym and is like, could say everything right then or could tell him anything and doesn't. And then he goes to a restaurant and Sub-Zero attacks just to me. And it was just, and then the guy, I guess, followed him and drives up in the car and goes, get in. And I don't know. I hope I'm articulating. Like, I think if I had to like point to what about that felt so weird, it just all felt like the beats of a movie. It felt like, like when you're outlining and then he's got to show up, he's got to get in the car with him and then he, he'll explain everything. But it felt all messy and just like, I don't know, man, it was it was a bizarre for a thing that I thought was about to be from all the trailers. I don't know if y'all got this impression, but I really thought, oh, this is kind of cool. And like James Wan produced and stuff, this is going to like really have its feet on the ground and it's going to do this like real world fantasy kind of, you know, the, the actual biological effects of if, yes, you could throw the thing and it would go through someone and you can pull them towards you. What would that do to a human body? Like, I don't know why I got the impression from all the trailers that it was trying to, like, be be crazy and cool, but, like, be very, like, in the real world. Like, that was just the, I don't know if it was just because it's so what do you think it and was? that's how they what, what shot you, it. What would you describe it as instead? Um, confused. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is. It, it, it plays in like a weird, a weird fantasy territory. Like sometimes it's silly and not f- and extremely adult, and other times it's for like. And there children. was a weird like, quality thing. There was a fidelity issue. I feel like in that some stuff. I think, namely, most of the things they picked for the trailers still like looked good. You know, and and like the mm-hmm. opening scene, I was like, "This is cool." Like, I like the look of it. I like the set design of this fake forest, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then it felt like it became. It, then it started to to me to look like, yeah, like that Power Rangers movie. You know, it was like, what what is yeah. this? Like, I don't quite. It looks like things are on on green screens that 
don't need to be and like stuff is glossy and strange when they were in like the the temple training it started to look i don't know man like just just like it was trying to cheat for a minute before you could get to the other stuff where (laughs) there was more money spent which is like it's not like it was we did some tweening between the action scenes and it just kind of like animated some stuff in between the bits that we wanted to tell i don't think i'm articulating i I feel that um, I, I feel that a lot in like the hyper violence too. Like, cause it, you know, like Gary was saying, it was like a sale of, you know, we got gore, like it's the gory, it's going to be mortal combat. It's going to be, it's going to be badass. And mm-hmm. it feels like kind of four things happen. Right. And it's almost kind of like a horror, the way that like a horror movie does kills where there's just like small bursts of hyper violence right. and then nothing else. It didn't really, I didn't really feel like the, the, the heat of battle. Right. Like I didn't feel the combat aspect of of Mortal Kombat and even Man, I just even in like general, the fighting was confused about the tournament and the stakes and who was being sent where and why to right. stop who like well, if it was as well, simple what's inter- like what's interesting just, is that like sorry the, I'm sorry please no 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 go ahead I was gonna say like in in the games I understand that the twist is that if Shang Sun won like if Shang Sun killed like all killed the Outworld people then they lose like the elder gods will come and kill Shang Tsung and, and like kill all the outworld people because they violated the rules. So like, I kind of thought that that would be a little bit more interesting than the way I thought that's kind of where it was going. Cause I understand that that's like kind of what the twist Man, in one of the even, games, I, I mean, because like they, they sort of, well, they sort of explain like, like there's the, instead of there being war between these various dimensions, what they do is they have this tournament and if somebody wins the tournament 10 times, they get to invade any realm of their choice. So yes. Outrealm has been yeah. trying to come to Earthrealm for fucking ever. And now they, they get the opportunity to, and, and Cheng Sun is going like, no, fuck that. We're not even going to fight in the tournament. Kill all their guys. And then they, they show up and don't have anybody. And then we win. <laughs> it's, so, it's just, uh, yeah. it's just very, I mean, like, and that's so like, that's fine. That's a perfectly fine setup. Uh, yeah. you know, to, to do the fighties and the shooties. And I like, I don't mind that the mortal Kombat tournament didn't, didn't happen necessarily. Um, I, I just don't, I, I mind that like there was nothing to it. There was, we need to fight and defend and we have the barrier. Now the barrier is gone. And now we, now we need to fight. You to know, something end. I find in a movie like this, where it is trying to take it a little more seriously, I think clearly did it though. Um, I think that, it like, was I don't, trying. I don't really know. Like, I, I don't, I, I think yeah. it thought it was a little cooler than it oh, was. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think yeah. that it thought it was being more badass than it was, and that's kind of what I mean by taking itself seriously. Like, It's Dime Store Addy Shankar stuff of, like, even even that's... less, or even, like, Whoa. more, more pea-brained, like, 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 which, I mean, dude, the dude made the Castlevania show, which fucking whips ass. So yeah, I can sure. no longer talk any and, kind of shit on it. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, but and this is the dread. same kind of think. Well, and this is the same kind of yeah. thinking of like, we're going to do it, make it fucking cool. But th- without any of the, like, I guess, well, foresight or, a- or ability to gather the talent to actually make that happen. It's it's um, it's a simple man. It's truly in so many of these kind of cases where the premise is just hard to even argue with. And we can pick and fight about what they did or didn't include in the lore or, or how confusing or yeah I, I don't give a shit about that right like what or they whatever presented is like i don't you can make shit up wholesale yeah whole cloth whole all oh, the whole day through i don't really care if you're not your whole canon, whole like can what they be, made up what, what they made up made no sense i uh I, I really i mean like for all of its flaws and i'll keep going back to this the 1995 one sets the stakes so perfectly like uh the way uh, Chris, Christopher Lambert, who plays Raiden in the first movie, like just 
goes over like they've won nine tournaments. This will be their 10th. And like just immediately you understand just from kind of like the gravitas of his voice and like how kind of, uh, you know, serious it sounds like you get the stakes immediately. Whereas in this one, it's open. It's like the opening text in this one is like a good setup for like how everything is explained in this. It's just spoon fed to you with no real sense of danger or stakes. Like everything just happens and I was, and I, well, while I was watching it, I, I texted Dom. I was like, "This movie feels like I'm watching a wall of text. Like it feels like it's setting everything up for the sequel that yeah. might not happen." Yeah. Which is just like, it, it's it's I, I guess it's like a bet they're placing where it's like we'll do just enough in this movie to make it work as a narrative, while setting up, well, basically kind of stealth setting up the next movie. And then even then, man, down yeah. to just ju- down to just main character issues and. The guy had main guy itis hard, you know, where it was like, oh, I'm just a fighter, you know, I don't even want this. I'm not I'm a loser, you know, and then of course, right when it matters, he get his he's gold now. And like it's, it's right. that that's all fine. I'm not trying to pick and f- pick fights with those because again, I maintain that that stuff never has to. There's no reason that stuff has to feel uh cheesy or like lame or or uh, I don't know, like it's structural. It's not like that doesn't you don't I don't need to tear down what does and doesn't work about a hero journey thing or whatever, but it, it truly, I guess what I was going to get at was like so much of this, even you talking about the wall of text, a lot of that is, you know, scene by scene, the movie could exist in the exact same way that it does right now. But it sounds stupid to say, but if, you know, some of the dialogue was a little nicer and it flowed a little more, the carry, like you understood a little more who everybody was and, uh-huh, what yeah. they want and not that everybody was just cool because that's kind of the that's every single character is just like well he well he's cool because of this she's cool because she does that and he's cool because of that no one like i didn't understand shit about anyone i don't know no, and, and listen i, I wasn't either. leaned in too hard either that's the, to be completely honest with myself like i wasn't doing work to like try to to fully engage with it i was a little like well, oh this yeah. is not pulling me in in the way that i thought it would i thought it, it would from what i the, the promotional materials i saw it didn't ask you to though that was the whole problem was it didn't give you enough bait to kind of get your attention like right. and even the beginning i was fully happen. fine with i was like that, that well, opening, opening scene, scene i was sure, like yeah i was like cool yeah i get this he's you know goes over like, and he's got his pail of water and he spills it and he's like ah this is the worst thing that's gonna happen to me today sure and then <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> it's like oh shit damn it yeah uh, but, no i mean like and like here's where i'm gonna like play backseat uh director uh or backseat writer rather yeah we're, we're in like, the easy chair we're always in the yeah, easy chair i mean like the the way to kind of make this a little cooler and i feel like what I thought they were hinting at early on was that Scorpion was going to try to possess Cole's body and he was going to be caught between kind of like this honorable fighting style and like the vengeance of Scorpion. And I thought that's what it was going to be, mm. but it's not. Scorpion's just there where it's like, this is your destiny. And it's like, you have to be a good fighter. And it's yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> so Were they related weird. in other iterations? Uh, no, he is Cole so, as an original character for this movie. Oh, 
which is even more, which is a very, very extremely, extremely bizarre choice for like a multitude of reasons. Like I I thought their explanation was odd. I thought their explanation was so odd. The director where he said like, well, we wanted to make sure the lead character of this uh, franchise was 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 of Asian descent. And I'm like, you mean Liu Kang? Like you, the, the character that's the main character in every other like iteration of this? Like, right. I, I just don't, I didn't get that. It's like he thought Johnny Cage was the main character. And I'm like, he, he's not. Yeah. Like, you don't well, even need I mean, to play the games to know that. Well, no, I mean, you could play, if you played the last couple of games, you would think that Johnny Cage is the main character. He's kind of sure, like the main, the main through line character, which I mean, I'm sure that this guy played the last couple games right <laughs> like he probably went like which all right, is, what this is all about and then yeah. played the games where you know which is about johnny cage and johnny cage's daughter who is also the raddest baddest dude yeah. um and, yeah. right like i did appreciate know, finally a visual representation of plot armor though that was nice <laughs> I, <laughs> was so cool yeah yeah i needed it for usually i would be confused as to why the bad the good guy always li- survives but now i am I, I see it okay look it's on him yeah now here and now here and this is also the inescapable aspect that I wanted to get to about about Cole Young. Um in in that like this is one of the most embarrassing like my OC characters I think mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my entire Certainly. life. It's these credit like dude, bro, no no no, check it out. So like he gets gold armor, right? Like on his whole body. And his right arm, it's a tonfa, and his left arm, katana. <laughs> two he's got a blade but the tonfa's got a blade it's like flips around and it's got like a fucking blade on it and the one's dis- got like a blunted edge because he's got like he's got like you know he's he could do like he could be vicious he could like come at you but he's also got to defend right like if you come right. at him like he's he'll block it out i love that so. it's similar in the same same fashion as um the falcon's final outfit his like he's got armor everywhere except for his fucking head like right. <laughs> where like you know how where your brain is and where you that's usually as far as the body's concerned where right. it all begins <laughs> he's yeah. like got it's like ah but you're never gonna punch me in the fucking rib man my ribs are impossible to to hurt. it's it's like that line in dumb and dumber where he's like why don't you shoot him in the face <laughs> yeah like, yeah i think that a lot and i understand functionally but you know what man even if they had given him as far as OC, here's my guy, the best guy, cool guy who fights in Mortal Kombat. If and he had he fights a funky Goro, cool, and he wins. Yeah, <laughs> dude, literally, this is an action figure. You watched Gordo, an adult yeah. man with a lot of money play action figures. Yeah, uh, and, and that was you, kind of what I tell was you, I tell you a, more, a lie about Mortal Kombat, a child's yeah. lie about Mortal Kombat. I, um, you he's, know, he's a secret yeah. wrestler guy, and he's got gold armor, and he fights Goro and wins. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, my impression too is like i i you got i truly i can't exaggerate enough to you like i know the imagery of mortal kombat and i would say i know the name johnny cage i want to say johnny blaze (laughs) i certainly know know the name mortal kombat (laughs) i know the name mortal kombat i know scorpion and sub-zero but and like so when you know Gordon, go in. Gordon, Gru- yeah, Grugo. <laughs> when Grugo comes on, I was like, oh, I know him. He's a th- thing. That was basically like usually when I watch these movies uh. with with Shannon, she'll be like, oh, is this like someone who matters? And I and this was one of the times where I was like, I think. i I didn't have like oh yeah yeah he's in a lot of the things i was like i'm pretty sure i recognize him but he might i might just be thinking of like another guy with four arms can i look at that i just want to look at that from a different perspective and a different angle i think 
that exact same thought process of you look at the big man with the forearms. Guy, I know that. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Is why this movie has been such a success for the for yeah. WB. Yes, I think it's I'm certainly why, more I think it flies. The, yeah, I think it flies just low enough, and mm-hmm. that you could see the sights um, without without like really a demand for further investment or like a need for for it. Uh, and you could get stoned and watch this movie and and and, rem- and remember Mortal Kombat from when you but were a I kid. But I sort of had and the remember, vibe too, man. Remember when what? I just sort of had the vibe as well when I was watching it that I was like, "Are." And this is maybe when you think about the things you could really get on the movie's case for. Well, I'm just talking about what's appealing cr- about it. Well, uh, what I was going to say was like, I, you know, given all that and the flyby and it's never going to go, you know, it's, it's people, it's, we've gotten very used to that lately with most things are just like, hey, you recognize this. You know, here it is again. Well, so that's like, funny, here's a thing you I recognize. Don't, I, don't really, but then, I don't really think so. I don't think anything has done it this like nakedly and stupidly in a long time. And weirdly enough, no, I think that, that was like totally like a vibe people were looking for. They wanted someone to say specifically like Kano wins. Like they wanted a uh, yeah. reference that direct. That's, yes. that's worked out for but, people. But even yes, the original but, movie did, did that. Even the 1995 movie did that when they got like flawless victory and stuff but they like don't that. Do it, I, I feel like they don't. Did they didn't do it as much? I feel I like think they, they really. I'm, all they, I'm they getting do, at is, yeah. at the end Sorry, of that me. though, I also didn't feel like the fights were like so inarguably awesome that I like agree. that. Then I'm like, yeah, the movie was whatever, but like that fights are cool as shit, and I and I feel that way about plenty of stuff i would say even in a weird way just because i was recently kind of half revisiting it was like even man of steel in some ways where i have all the same narrative issues that i had with it the first time i saw it but i still can like put some of those fights on youtube and they're cool like it's doing something that's interesting or cool to me or i don't know i don't know there's there's the choreography and it is it can be is cool it's like thoughtful it's like what if this super superman made a big right punch. and i'm sure yeah, some people are hearing that, that and thinking that's so like, dumb compared to right. like true people with their feet on the ground in, in doing hand-to-hand combat which should be really awesome and should be you know inarguably the meal of this movie but then i was like but I, you know it's not really yeah i can't even just turn off and say that that's cool enough for me when i, I was watching I, it which is I probably like, my I biggest feel like something happened yeah. there i, yeah. I, I yeah, go ahead. sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, I recall reading interviews and, and reading press on this movie that was saying, like, highly influenced by Hong Kong cinema, highly uh, influenced by, like, you know, like, fights by, uh, um, you know, like, like truly, like, fight choreography a- as an art form. It, w- it was very high up on the priorities list. And I feel like something happened. <laughs> like, I'm, it, it, there's a lot of cutting. There's a lot of, like, throwing. and is. It, there is a it, lot of cutting. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, really see the artistry in in the choreogra- in the choreography and the fights in this. And, if it was just a timeline thing. I wonder if it had to happen faster than they were ready for, and then yeah, possibly. You know? I mean, but but I, I don't I, know I, that because this was like announced like in fucking 2018, I think. Oh, I saw something, but maybe this is just a behind. Maybe this was like a working thing. Just on the Wikipedia, I saw that it was like James Wan was like attached to it in 2015 or something wow. like that. But like wow. that could mean nothing. I mean, that could mean that there was zero. Yeah, I mean, you know. yes, there has they, been some form of Mortal Kombat movie kicking around. I'm sure for like yeah, yeah. forever. Well, I mean, like uh, I'm sorry, Gary. No, so no, so sorry. I mean, like, but Dom was bringing up like the fights, and like I don't think I will ever go back to another fight in this movie. And I'm sorry, I keep bringing up the 1995 one, but I feel like I, I feel like this movie, the 95 movie has been shit on so much, despite at the time being considered like the best video game movie. 
Like that was mm. its reputation for years. And the only pe- problem people had with it was that there was no gore. The fights were very well received. I still go back to the Liu Kang reptile fight all the time. Even though that mo- mm. that fight is completely not needed in the movie, you could take it out and it's still like the movie still works. But that fight, like, and the the stunts done in it, and like even the cheesy bicycle kick Liu Kang does at the end, it yeah. still works. You feel all the impact. Like, I mean, like you can look at pretty much any shot in that specific scene. You could see somebody getting hurt. I think Robin Shu, who played Liu Kang in that, broke like two ribs, and it's in the movie. Which is like, I mean, I'm not saying like like actors should have to get hurt to make a good fight scene. No, I know what you're saying. It's that's an effect like, of that they were fucking doing it. They were sure, yeah. Like that's that's what I I wanted to feel the visceral kind of punches like a stunt man can take. I mean, even in like kind of the you know more mild fights in that movie, like the Kano Sonya fight in the first movie. Like Bridget Wilson got kicked in the stomach for real, and that shouldn't have happened. But like she goes with it, and like she fully like commits to that. And like the most brutal fight was, yeah, the most brutal fight was when he's in the when he's fighting in the gym when he's do when he does the the fight for two hundred bucks. I was like, shit, yeah. dude, this is this is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and that's just because yeah, he's getting absolutely. choked out and punched in the face. I was like, "This is wild, man." I mean, and they didn't even. If this is where we're starting. <laughs> absolutely, I completely one hundred percent agree. That's like down and dirty MMA fighting yeah. for real. Um, and I, I, I like they didn't even go the route of like the cheesy wire foo stuff from like Annihilation, where everyone's doing like eighty flips or something. Mm-hmm. And like I haven't even brought that movie up. The sequel to Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, is like one of the worst movies ever the made. The superior film. Yeah, sure. In in many ways. That's in many ways. Uh, you always have that. That's that's yeah. I think you feel that way about most <laughs> I'd things. actually like I to hear, what, I'd actually like if, to hear your hot take. Go well, go ahead. I, hear, I think it's it's very simple. There's more guys in that one that I recognize. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean that go. was my that was my uh that was my take as a child for sure that like annihilation had like rain and ermac you know yeah, what i that's mean tr- like, i had i had just- that's right i played ultimate mk uh three and i would always play as the centaur man and there he was in the movie mutaro played by a famed american gladiator malibu uh great wow. casting yeah thanks um thank no, you malibu they- yeah, this movie, Mortal Kombat 2021, was like Annihilation without any of the fun of Annihilation, <laughs> without any of the, like, kind of yeah. stupidness that I could at least laugh at. Like, there was, it just feels like a very empty movie. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, the characters in 2021, I just, like, I also, you know what I thought would have really made this movie work, honestly, and would have made me give a damn uh, yeah. Is if because uh, and I was feeling I'm like yo they're gonna do this like something crazy is gonna happen if if Cole family was Cole's family was killed in the beginning I was waiting for that to happen I saw like the snow falling I'm like oh yeah. like they're gonna kill right. the daughter like they're gonna go for it and then they didn't go for it and I was like well like stakes decreased a million <laughs> you know what it, I mean it, like it, like it feels that, weird yeah. I I, mm. I agree I know I know exactly what you're saying and and the fact that like. You know, it was the power of love in the end. Just felt like the most. I guess that kind of leads into my point here, which don't is, need money. Which is that <laughs> don't take fame. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, hang on one second. Um, what do you got? Another podcast? It, it going feels on? very. We- it feels very weird to not give a shit or not in, like really look at something that's already a cardboard cutout. 
And I think I, I kind of said a version of this at the at the beginning, but there's not like so much depth to Mortal Kombat, right? It's not like you couldn't mm. do exactly that and and have it be just as like surface level kind of uh, like. Kinda, that's what I mean about the fights, man. Because if 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 I turned it on and it was just fucking bonkers, and I was like, damn, they're just being gross and it's wild, yeah. and the, all, the fights are happening every nine minutes. I, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, I turn what you know, what the fuck did I think was going to happen when I turned this on? But then, yeah, I will right. say, as far as my yeah, expectations I, versus what happened, I the first time we like went to space or you know whatever the <laughs> outer world is or whatever, yeah, I was like, outworlder. does this happen in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> That's not what I thought this fucking was because I think in, also in my head I didn't even really understand. I this is my ignorance. I'm I'm saying it so you understand my perspective when I watched it, but like. I didn't real. I thought Mortal Kombat truly. I assumed there was some sort of tournament story, you know, in the games, but I didn't quite realize that it was even actually, you know, Earth or that that I just thought it was video game. You know, it's a character. Right. It's in the way that arcade yeah. games just throw designs together. That's kind of what I thought. It. That's what I thought was it. And then they start being like, "What if?" you know, fucking the Joker was in it now. And like, I kind of, that's what I understood about Mortal Kombat currently. And so when sure. all of a sudden, like, and even this, I, I keep going back to like the trailers and stuff and the, even just the newness of it and them trying to have this mysterious gloss to it and, and the blood dagger being, you know, the big thing everybody was so stoked about. I thought I was going into like, this is going to be brutal and real and crazy feeling. And then when it was yeah. like, the wizards in space. I, I just was like, "Whoa, this is way, this is a fantasy movie in a way that I did yeah. was fully not expecting." Oh, and I don't. I'm babies. probably not alone. No, it was just weird, yeah. man. I was like, well, "Oh, it's the guy's. You know, he's got a daughter and he's, he's an MMA fighter and he's he's losing. He's always losing." And I yeah. wasn't particularly <laughs> charmed by that, but I saw the spell they were trying to weave. And then when we're like, you know, they're like, "We must." Right. Return to the East World. <laughs> well, well, there is the West World. I mean, can we say to that? Prime you. <laughs> Sorry, Water World. Wait. Where, yeah, where, no, where, where do we have one? Yeah. Super Mario World. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Why are they Doc Brown? Because uh, you said power alone. We gotta get the Goomba. Uh, I, I cannot. Oh my god. We gotta get the Goombas. <laughs> Well, I was trying to do. Uh, I was trying to go to Mario. a Doc Brown, but I, I launched and, and did not even go land even in the stratosphere of of Doc Browniston, mm-hmm. um, which is the town, or I'm sorry, the planet. Uh, I was going to say, so they're just priming you for for Quan Chi, which is the I mean the star of the show. Uh, are they? Um, I mean, of course. Wait, so I think slash in, what in, is in the, that? Wait, in the, wait, I'm sorry, I, I lost track. Um, well, so in, here's. I think it's very important to mention Quan Chi. Okay, go ahead. Because Quan Chi is the most important character in the Mortal Kombat lore. He certainly is. Quan Chi is on the side of the Mortal Kombat 4 arcade cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to talk about this this design choice really quick. So they introduced a new character called Quan Chi, who was just Mm -hmm. like a bald guy with like his head is painted white. And he's got like, I guess, some pink, pink lipstick on. And they looked at this guy and they thought this guy's amazing. We should put a, a six foot tall hyper zoomed in picture of him on the side of the machine. And Tim Please should have to look this. at it all day long from uh, from from his, his small job. 
So <laughs> I really loved, I, I really started to connect with that picture of Quan Chi on the side of Mortal Kombat 4. Uh, mm. And I realized that there is a community of people on Twitter that also oh, yeah. feel that way. Uh, and there's an account, about 5,000, 6,000 followers of a daily picture of Quan Chi from the side of the Mortal Kombat 4 cabinet. I would invite you to go uh, oh, Google it and take a look and join the cult of Quan Chi. Um, take a take a look at the photo and really really ponder as to why they would make that decision. I never could have expected what I am seeing right now. Oh my god! Yeah, because uh, because <laughs> I he that's just a man. Is that that's a real man? It's just that <laughs> that's is, what's yeah. so crazy about right. It. Is that did you say of a that? Man in makeup, and they're like this kills. It's a <laughs> full. It's, it's a human man. I and he's uh, like <laughs> he's giving you this look. And he's not even like particularly cool looking. Yeah. He kind of looks like a, like a, like he's like a gay BDSM kind of guy. Uh, Tim, he looks you like know he that's just also. Pooped. I, I want to point this out. That's the guy. Um, I can't remember his name, so I'm sorry if I'm, I'm I'm messing this up. But that is the guy who plays Kano in the first three games. Um, wow. <laughs> they had one. They had access to one bald guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and they're yeah. like, and he he's look look I'll I'll do it again, but I have one stipulation: I need to be featured very prominently. <laughs> yeah. He was he was in the he was is hilarious to me as well because I don't know if you know this, but his first appearance canonical not canonical, but his first franchise appearance was in the Mortal 1996 Mortal Kombat cartoon Defenders of the Realm. Where he's just, he's a twerp. Like, he doesn't do anything cool. He just appears, he screams, and he leaves, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So nice. that makes it even funnier that, like, like <sighs> this guy is the future of the franchise. And then he appeared in, in Mythologies, the Mythologies game, where he is uh, full motion video acted, and it's it's glorious. And then I think this just, this lead up to the side of the arcade machine makes everything even funnier. Uh, it was the year of the Quan Chi. They thought it was, was. They thought he was going to kill. Him. And he's not even Asian. He's a clearly a white guy, and his name is Quan Chi. <laughs> Extremely, like, could not be more. I mean, maybe he's like. I wasn't ready for that. We give a pass. To, we somehow give a pass to Chris Lambert, who should not have been casted as Raiden. Oh, uh, he's good. Yeah, he yeah. Must, That's. I've always been kind of confused on combat. what what. <laughs> Your sideshow freaks attack my fighters. Okay. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't know, I don't know how a, to describe Christopher Lambert's voice. It's like it's kind that, of like he he's he's, he's a, always he, I don't know he's like Igor or something. He's like Peter like, Lorre. He, he's the little Peter Lorre. You know, like that's that's kind of what it reminds me of. Just this this Frenchman trying to do an accent that's not French, but he can't quite decide what it is. Yeah, um, it's he's his performance. And I mean, like, like I said, I mean, I, I if we if you had to go back and retroactively cast, you probably would not have cast Chris Lambert. But for, you know, the 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 material he was given, he does try his best to elevate that movie. Oh, and yeah. I do think I do think he's kind of the reason that movie works. They, uh, they, in a lot they don't of call him Slam Bear for no reason. And uh, <laughs> they throw a I script think, up to Chris through to old Chris. And you know he'll slam bear that slam bear that dunk that right right into the hoop. Sorry, yeah, I he think he definitely elevated yeah. it initially. Yeah, he uh, he was the reason a lot of that movie actually the production went well because he was like kind of the the guy motivating everybody every day to do a little better and kind of just really kept everybody happy. He actually paid for the I believe he paid for the entire kind of like rap party if I'm not mistaken and flew out to do research for free. 
like he he was committed mm-hmm. um and funny enough that sean connery was supposed to be cast as Braden and said like no nah, no thank you and then his highlander friend said i'll do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was already in highlander too i can't i can't sink much lower trust me um so and the, but then de- declined to re- return for the sequel for, for for probably for good reason um oh, man but no I, like, I can't believe we i can't we believe we missed out on sean sean connery saying show me a blade in a world where that was his last movie and not leaving leave extraordinary gentleman uh zero was the last movie was it i i can promise you that uh with the exception of a small voice role in a really bad animated film that was his last live action movie which leave extraordinary gentleman forced him into retirements yeah um yeah i mean like i'm getting i'm waxing a little nostalgic now for for chris lambert but um i just i cared about the characters in the in the original movie a lot more than i cared about these characters because like they weren't exposition you know what i mean they they weren't tools for exposition in this one everybody had a specific thing they wanted to do in the 1995 movie johnny cage wants to prove that he's not a fake Liu kang wants to avenge the death of his brother a a change that was made from the game that's not in the game, but it was a good change for the movie. And Sonya Blade wants to get Kano. In this, everybody kind of has what they want, more or less. <laughs> like, there's no real motivating right. factor except for the fact that the world may be in jeopardy, which is, uh, you know, it doesn't I've mean I've heard much. that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Cole yeah, wants heard- <laughs> to prove himself as a fighter. <laughs> they told me that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, I, got, I got so distracted by the Quan Chi thing, and I'm still Jax thinking about it. wants his arm back. Jax wants his arm back, arms back, and Sonya just wants a tattoo. That's all yeah. she's she's looking for, and she makes you, it the whole world's problem. Did you, did you guys laugh at the little arms? Like, did you, like the little <laughs> Jax arms? Like it, the yeah. bad CG. I it was a little funny. It was a little funny. I, it was just like, are we supposed to take this plight seriously of of yeah. this man who has little robot arms? <laughs> like. That oh. that get bigger when he believes in himself. And you know, can I, <laughs> can I say arms this? Do. Can I say this movie uh, suffers from too hot wife syndrome? Wife is too hot. She's looking Excuse too good. Me. Man, uh, you know, you, you ever see a movie? No, have you ever seen a movie where there's just like it'll be a family? Okay, you know, the, the husband is is he's like a fine looking guy, or whatever. But the wife mm-hmm. is just like, okay, you're a model that they just hired. And mm-hmm. it's just like completely removes you. This movie suffers from too, uh, too hot and too hot husband syndrome does exist. I'm not going to I'm not going to act like there's no this isn't the opposite. But the problem is, is casting. It's just so often the main character is a man. Um, sure. With a with a. All right, wife, Tim. But but uh, <laughs> wife's too hot. That That's my commentary on this. Too attractive. Well, I'm glad you really summed up. Went in on uh, on Mortal Kombat. I just do think I I I do want to comment on how very fun it is for for um, like just kind of weird Australian slapdash B cinema. It is to exist in 2021. Like this is how it looks. This is what it looks like. Like it's not pretty. But and and I'm I'm wondering like if there is something to love here. Like what what, Mm. where is um you know people love the shitty aspects of of b cinema sometimes and 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 like that's what makes it so affecting so i'm I'm wondering like what's there to to love here because there's some people that are really into this uh Uh, i don't know i I guess i was trying to figure out like what what is it about it i guess maybe it's just so the level of engagement is so low that it's like just get stoned and watch this sure um i i don't even think it works on that level to be honest um 
which is, I mean, well, I don't I, know. But I think that the nostalgia pops are what does it. Like, I think for a certain, like, Gen Xer to watch this movie, like, the stupid Gen Xer that maybe has, like, burned out their brain with, with doing helium shots to do funny voices for their friends. <laughs> like, maybe they're in that, that aspect right now, and they're just like, yeah, I just want something that feels like when I was a kid. Um, I, I feel like maybe, th- maybe this will serve as that kind of a human being. I, I, but you, here's the main reaction I've been seeing, uh, to this movie, which is like, you know, well, um, where have you been seeing this reaction? I've been going between Twitter and Facebook. I do see a, I, when the night of the premiere, I is did see a lot of po- positive Standard parking lots. Standard parking <laughs> I thought lots I and done. Walmarts. Tim, you know, you might be on to something because, um, yeah. I, I saw this movie, uh, we came out on HBO Max, but my friend Ahmad went to go see it. Um, in the theater, it was his first movie going back to the theater, and mm-hmm. he also did not like the movie. It was almost that mine. That was almost true yeah. of me. Yeah, uh, I wasn't ready. Um, but um, <laughs> my friend Ahmad went to go see it. Uh, I gave it about like a three out of ten, and then he gave it a five out of ten. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, it was like fun in the theater, I guess. And then he rewatched mm-hmm. it, and he gave it like a three point five four. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I do think the theater. You're right, Tim. That the theater has a lot to do with it. That being said, this movie would have killed, uh, no pun intended, uh, this movie would have killed, like, mid-pandemic, I think. I think this movie would have had very positive reception as a goofy kind of, like, distraction from all the garbage going on. But as we exit the pandemic, I think our critic eyes have come back, and I feel like we are a lot more introspective on these things because the the re- things I saw were just, like, a lot of, like, apologist, you know, tweets where it's like, well, you know, it's not good, but uh, the characters, you know, they showed up. And, like, I don't even think the characters, like... They showed up. They certainly well, did. Yeah. Hard I to think argue that, with. That's something that's, that is something that's very bizarre about, like, any kind of adaptation that, that people latch on to. Is, like, sometimes it does feel like you're, the representation of the characters they like is so surface level that it's like, why don't you actually dislike this? I feel like that's what we were saying right. about, like, Suicide yeah. Squad. You when it was coming offended. out, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how are you not like frustrated that this is like, wow, they did it with this guy instead of like trying to come for your guys like it's a sports team. But I guess that's I, uh, the answer to that question yeah. is that people think of it like, it's a, like sports a sports team. team. Yeah. In, in some um, aspect. I was uh, I was particularly uh, annoyed with the cabal thing. I because um, if you play the games, you know, I think in from from uh, Deadly Alliance to Armageddon, Cabal is a bad guy. But in the original games, Cabal is a good guy. And I think in the newer games, he's a good guy as well. Um, And like, I thought they were doing like an interesting role reversal because I was almost ready to accept Cabal as a bad guy if Kano had stayed a good guy. I was really, I was actually expecting them to subvert my expectations and be like, I, I, I mean, should I have expected that though? Like, where am I, I'm trying to, what no, I'm trying to get no, no, is no, like, I, cause, it, yeah. because you're like, you're trying to gauge like, okay, so it clearly has no, it doesn't care about the canon. Like, right. So like, whatever, anything could happen. Like anybody could be you know, on anybody's side. So I, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh, this guy, he's going to be the comic relief. Like when they killed him off, I was like, oh, why, why did you do that? <laughs> was, I don't know. It was kind of my question. Cause like people found him very grating in MCUE, but I think that oh, that's yeah. what was so effective about him for so many people in the movie is that he, people... Like, I mean, as much as you want to lay as uh, like a certain suspect or a certain aspect of like film intelligentsia online wants to lay uh-huh. into the soy aspects of the MCU, like, you know, this the soy banter and like the the very like, uh, I, I guess, Whedon-esque 
um, echoes of it all. Um, people like to act yeah. like that's a bad thing. People act like that's not something that people show the fuck up for and love to watch happen. Like it, it, I gotta it, be it honest. can be a little cringy, but I gotta be huh? honest. He performance wise, watching this and not knowing anything about anything or anyone, uh, he was a little bit of a drink of water occasionally. He was it wasn't always yeah, true, no, sure. But every so often, I was like, he he got a couple laughs out of me, a couple chuckles, I should say, where I was like, all right, he's funny. I can tell that he's funny, and I can tell that yeah, he knows the movie yeah, he's in. Got something, yeah. And it mm-hmm. seemed like the other. I know we say that that's such a stupid funny. It's but it's it can feel true sometimes. I think that speaks to like a vibe more than a than a like a credit or discredit to anyone. But there is a vibe that he's in a different movie than than the other people were. Right. Uh, and I kind of yeah. wish we were in his movie the whole time. Sure. I, <laughs> Dom, Dom, I'm going to, I'm going to instruct you to go back and watch Mortal Kombat 95. And yeah, see maybe that I a, fucking should. The, see that a little bit of Kano goes a long way because mm. Kano in 95 is probably, what Tim, like three scenes. Oh, like, he's, he's, not, he's not in that movie. <laughs> he, he's like, he's only in three scenes, but goddamn if, if uh, the late Trevor Goddard who played him does not make a, an impression like I remember, mm. his portrayal of Kano in the '95 movie laid the groundwork for what they made Kano in the games. Because Kano in the games before that was like, I believe he was like a Japanese like arms dealer or something. Mm. And then they were like, well, he's he is played by a white guy in the game, so you know maybe we can get away with kind of changing that a little bit. And they they did. And I I think the version of Kano that everybody loves comes from Mortal Kombat 95. Um, and he's yeah. used so sparingly in that. And I feel like the direct, uh, the director saw that movie and he was like, I love Kano in that movie. Let's put more Kano in this movie. Also, like, I also didn't like the fact that, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero in the first movie were, like, mindless slaves and they only got, like, a little bit mm. of backstory. So, like, let's put that in this movie. And then they're like, okay, well, what else do you have? They're like, well, um, I saw the Power Rangers movie, so I guess we'll fill the rest in with that. And like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, and I didn't realize they actually even they do share cast. Like, Liu Kang is the um, uh, one of the Rangers. He's a, he's in the Power really. Movie. I think he's like I did the not, main guy, right? I don't I remember that. Huh? I did not know that. Um, I looked this up because he plays Zach. Yeah, he's a Black Ranger. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, um, I noticed that because he's really hot. Luke, the guy who plays <laughs> Liu Kang in this movie. No, seriously, he he's like I really good looking. Um, and also I really liked both the, I, I liked the guy playing Liu Kang and the guy playing, uh, Kung Lao who, they were, um, Max, uh, yeah. I guess Max Huang is the guy's name. I've never seen him before, but I, I thought he was doing like, like a pretty good job. Like talking about knowing what movie you're in. Like, I think that sure. they were playing the way that they were playing. It was very much like who these I don't, are the guys, who, they're who? in a Shaolin monks movie. Uh, oh, like when they walk up and the guy who's staring at them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like how, no, I just kind of like I liked how like over you? the top like they were from they were from uh, Mortal Kombat a, land in my mind a better movie the they, they were, were from the movie yeah. this was supposed to be yeah but, yeah you know man um I uh I I they got uh, done pretty dirty in this just because like their whole like I wanted more buddy buddy between the Tim you mentioned a Shaolin monks movie I wanted that's kind of what I wanted this movie to be kind of just like. Liu Kang and Kung Lao, inseparable cousins and best friends, they get drafted into the Mortal Kombat tournament, and that's kind of what starts to be, like, the pivot between them, more or less, and they kind of, like, they get into arguments, and, like, you know, I'm the better fighter, no, I'm the better fighter, 
Then Kung Lao gets killed and Liu kind of has to grow up a little bit and become the best fighter ever. Like that would have been kind of like a cool movie. Um, but in this, they're kind of just like window dressing. They don't even get to do the banter that much. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't like that. Like I wanted them to be in it more. Um, Cause in the first movie, Liu Kang is perfect. Like he's so good. Robin Shu like really just does a good job embodying that character, especially against um, uh, Carrie uh, Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung, uh, who was also in Johnny Tsunami. He was the grandpa in that movie. So like, yes, <laughs> I remember that specifically being really funny uh, that that Shang Tsung was was training uh, the Johnny Capahala uh, in that movie. Um, right. That was always really funny to me. Uh, but anyway, I thought Wait. they were really good in this one. There was something I, I wanted to go back to with this. Oh, this is the uh, the biggest streaming success in HBO Max's history. This beat congratulations. This beat out uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Which yeah. is wait? Which was is, Godzilla uh, versus Kong not on? Yes, it was. Either. It beat that as well. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, I mean, so look, I, I don't understand. I said it's the best ever, and you're like, wait a minute. But but Godzilla versus Kong was on there. It's like, <laughs> did I not say the best ever? It beats all of them. Um, uh, I, yeah. I'm so chuffed at this movie doing so well. I feel, I feel the same way about like when this goes. I want the, this is like Dogecoin in my mind. Like it's so stupid that I just wish it the best, the most success possible. Like I just, I honestly hope it just keeps going. Um, if it was, if, if it was a made-for-TV movie, I would probably have a little more kind of uh, spirit for it, I guess. But this was a major Hollywood film. That had a decent amount of money behind it, not more than yeah. than the bigger Hollywood ones, but like I don't know, there wasn't enough underdog in it for me to really like be accept the goofiness. Well, no, I no, feel no like, I, I'm not even. No, here's the thing. Let me let me clarify my position. I'm not rooting for this movie. I think right. I just like I'm so entertained by the 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 um the state of the world that we kind of live in. <laughs> Where not only is this movie doing well, but like the coverage of it from most like media outlets is pretty good, right? Like it's interesting. Or it's like I think the reviews weren't weren't amazing, but like I feel like every other day I'm seeing something from Forbes about like you know the secret to Marvel success or or to uh, Mortal Kombat success. <laughs> like why what and Mortal Kombat like ranks of the it, it has such a big PR push and it has like so many. It, it honestly has had a lot of content written about it that it feels. Mm. <laughs> It almost feels like it's it's propelling its own success, right? Like it's like it's commenting so on odd. the shitty movie uh, is what it's gets people so back. The guy who voiced um, Goro in this his name is Angus uh-huh. Sampson. <laughs> feels that guy's guy seven right. feet tall. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Dom, yeah. have you seen have you seen what Goro looked like in the 1995 movie? Uh, no. Do you want to look that up and and. Uh, Look. <laughs> he he looked really cool as a kid, and I, I still maintain that he does look kind of cool, but he also looks really goofy. Uh, <laughs> but oh, he he's real. Yeah, he certainly is. Oh, it took I, uh, I believe like a team that. of yeah. He took a team of about like five or six people to run him. Um, like and he still uh, uh, I don't want to be stealing bits from Mister Sunday movies, but like. He does look very top heavy when you watch the movie. <laughs> it's like people are trying at every moment to let him not fall over. <laughs> it's hilarious. I like Goro in that movie too because you even get a little hint of his arrogance, and then his initial his uh, his his eventual demise is all the better because he's like such a dick in the beginning of that movie, and then when uh, you know 
spoilers sorry for the the 20 what, what is it like 25 year old movie now how could you <laughs> there's a, like yeah like a 20, a, when when goro gets uh when goro gets knocked off the cliff it makes it all the better uh and this when goro died it was just like there's another action figure that's broken <laughs> like, like that's that was yeah. my reaction to every death in this was just like there's another broken action figure and i just had no emotional attachment to it like I mean, and don't get me wrong. There is there is a character that dies in the ninety five mm. one where I'm just like, okay, like I don't Watching I don't this. understand why I was supposed to really care. Um, but I, I, this, this I don't know. I, I'm getting anxious talking about this for some reason. I because I feel like I'm about to piss off a lot of people by by not liking this movie. No, really? no one cares. <laughs> yeah, like you can you're hear it to, in my you're voice. You're about to piss off. You're about to piss off like uh, about six hundred to a thousand people. Yo, I've yeah, been, sure. I yeah. cannot stress enough how supremely unplugged I've been. Like I do. Wanna, I have no idea how. If you told me that everyone hated this, I would believe you. If you said everyone loved it, I would have been like very confused. But I. <laughs> So is the reaction weird? Is is it split, or are you you're saying people it, are like? It's. I think people are, and I, I see. This is where I don't want to attack anyone because I do, but I just I just feel like there's this giant apologist vibe for this movie. People acknowledging that it is not good, but instead of saying it's so bad it's good, just saying that it's like it's okay and that's good enough. Yeah, like yeah. that's kind of. The issue I'm having, it is that it, it is a mediocre version of Mortal Kombat Annihilation where characters will just appear, say their names, and then be dispatched just as quickly. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's even Pokemon not the style. same. Sure. <laughs> but I care about Pokemon. Maybe when cute. I'm playing. I, I, <laughs> I don't understand. What you, what's that? Because I'm, I'm so good. I'm like, they say their name, then they get dispatched quickly. Sure. Because ah. I'm the best. <laughs> okay. Um, Gary, did you... So I think my blue icicle just crapped out while I was recording. Uh, so sub uh, Anyway, uh, you- All right, hang well, on a second. Time for some games. First, we're yeah, gonna play. Let's play a game. Uh, <laughs> put it in your phone. What's it? How? What do we call it? Predictive oh, text. Yeah, <laughs> predictive text <laughs> movie review. Phone. I think yeah. that's the only one I have time for tonight. All right, that's I'm great. I'm so sorry. Well, we'll, so, do, we'll just do. We'll do a quick predictive text, um, and then we'll we'll have you on your way. So we're going to type into our any texting thing on our phone or tablet or whatever the fuck you have that knows or thinks it knows what you're going to say next. Type in mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat and then in parentheses 2021. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let your phone tell you what it thinks of that movie. Roll the song. Put it in your phone. All right, yep, here we go. (laughs) Good enough. Uh, uh, Gary, you want to kick it off? Sure. Mortal Kombat 2021 is the most common reason for the holidays to be a little more complicated. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a classic. You you don't bring up Mortal Kombat 2021 with Grandpa at the Thanksgiving table. (laughs) You never know what he's going to start saying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Tim, you want to go ahead? You want me to go? These liberals with their babalities. What was that? Is grand? Would he talk like a, a baby? baby? Yeah. Well, a baby. Is that because he didn't have his uh, teeth in? Because he's eating mashed potatoes. Uh, dumb. Uh, in Mortal Kombat Two, uh, uh, a finishing move could be performed uh, called a babality, where you would just turn your opponent into a baby. 
Yeah. Oh, is that for real? You fucking with it's me? It's a real thing. That's <laughs> a real thing. Oh my god! I got to get into these games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, um, Dama. Mortal Kombat 2021 is one of the most popular movies of the year and the first one in a series of movies that have a true life story. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> Um, all right, mine is a uh, Mortal Kombat 2021. A good night. Love you too. Much love to all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your phone, your phone is chaotic, dude. Your phone thinks that you, the first thing you put in was a mistake, and it just go, it just, yep. it skips to whatever you would be saying around this time. Uh, you were trying to say good night. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um, um, are you sure you want to be talking about Pokemon right now? It's 11:30. I think what you mean is I'll get back to you. The emails are important. (laughs) I have to go to bed. Um, All right. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Thank you for letting me vent about this movie. This is great. You know so much about it. It always makes us all feel smarter. (laughs) I mean, like, I I think I just really harped on the 95 movie because it it, it is a special film to me in many ways, despite it being not the best film in the world. You know, we all have that one movie, you know, that's just like, we will go to bat for no matter what, and Mortal Kombat's kind of that movie for me, despite its many problems. MK1, we like it. Um, and hey, if you like what you heard here, please go to www.gogle.com and search Quan Chi, Mortal Kombat 4, <laughs> Arcade <laughs> Cabinet. <laughs> wow. Um, and also um, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Reasonable Beef. Give what you can. Any man money gives you access to Post Beef. Um, this is like our first episode in a month, like a real episode. Yeah. So, it's good to be back. Things have gone crazy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks, Gary. It's all on.